Hi, how you doing? Rev Fred here. So, um, this scripture is one that I want to talk about that it's actually, I found quite difficult to reconcile myself to, but, you know, um, I had to learn and educate and, you know, God taught me, so we learned some stuff. So it's like, uh, be ye holy for I am holy. So what is it to be holy? You know, that's to walk without sin. To, you know, walk without sin. And you know, the reality is I know that I know that I know. Because uh, I've had conversations with God and I read it in the Word that it is impossible for me to be without sin. Because I am not God. But with God, all things are possible. Okay? So... If we want to be holy because he's holy, well, how do we be holy because he's holy? And so what I learned, and I, I just realized I say so quite a few times. Does that always happen? <laughs> Let me know below. <laughs> oh, and please like and share and, uh, you know, subscribe if you're not, because I'm trying to grow my channel. I want more people to hear what God is speaking to me that might help them. Anyways, so, <laughs> I believe one of the things we need to do is figure out, if we're going to be holy, how sin is something we do. So it's interesting that the sin that so easily besets us, you know, and I'm like, okay, Lord, if the, the sins that so easily besets us, besets, what is besets? And I looked it up, besets. Besets means to come upon us, to chase us down, to um, try to overwhelm us, to beset us. It's interesting to think that it's like, that's what sin does. You know, it, he doesn't say in the scripture that that, you know, yeah, there is another scripture that says the wickedness in our heart, you know. But in this situation, he's talking about how sin comes on us. And if a sin can come on us, that means it's not necessarily in us at this point. It so easily besets us. It comes on us. It, it tries to chase us down like a roaring lion without any uh, teeth trying to sneak around and then jumps on you and tries to get you to do what it wants you to do. And so this is not an unusual process that I've been thinking about and dealing with and, and taking on. And basically what it is, is being awake. I think way too many people are asleep at the wheel. Too many people are not paying attention to what is actually going on around them. They're just acting out of instinct instead of out of uh, reason or uh, purpose. Now, I understand there's a lot of, uh, like, the one of the blessings that God has done with us as human beings is gave us this... Uh, automatic uh, system that can run without us thinking about it. We don't have to think about 
if we breathe, if we our heart, our heart is pumping, it, it kind of does it by itself. You know, it's an automatic thing that we don't have to think about. But there's also things like, say, for example, breathing. It's an automatic thing that we do that happens without us thinking about it. However, we can take the opportunity and take control of that situation and then hold our breath or breathe differently. And it's interesting when you learn to breathe differently and you learn to hold your breath in certain ways and, and these techniques, you can actually change your emotional state. You can change your physical state just by changing the way you breathe, which is interesting. Now, it is something that happens by itself, but it's also something that we can take control of. And so I think it's something that we need to really consider and look into. So something that so easily besets us. Something that comes on us so easily that we don't even uh, maybe notice. So easily besets us. It's like it's easy to come on us. It doesn't have to fight. It doesn't have to search. It doesn't have to work too hard. It just comes so what comes so easy? What comes so easy? What sin comes so easy? And I think it's the sin of passiveness. I think it's the sin of uh, sloth. I think it's the sin of sleepiness. Not paying attention to our thoughts. After all is said and done, I think that is the sin that so easily besets us. Thoughts that come in that are not necessarily ours, not necessarily something we want to do. Now, it can be something that we do do and we sort of enjoy doing, but we don't want to do it. Sometimes we want to do it. But that's why it's a sin that so easily besets us because it comes in and we're like, oh, I like that thought. Let's play around with that thought. Let's play around with that image. Let's play around with that thing. Let's have fun with that. Let's, you know, let that sin beset us easily because uh, we enjoy the feelings that we get from thinking about uh, this or that or the other thing. It could be thinking negative about people that, have hurt you could be uh images of people that were in videos that you watched or even maybe people that you know and you play these games in your head oh imagine if i was in a situation where this happened and that happened and then that happened and then ooh, and then now you're playing this game in your head where you're committing adultery in your own mind if you didn't do those things, you probably wouldn't walk down the path that causes you to sin. If you paid attention and said, oh, I recognize that, that I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ, and then pray in tongues, or have a scripture that is your favorite scripture, or have a dozen of your favorite scriptures, and just repeat them over and over again. Meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. When something tries to beseech you 
hospital, doesn't have the chance to seat itself in that holy of holy place that you have, because that's what it wants. It wants to sit in that spot. It wants to kick Jesus out and sit there. And then now I'm your God. Now I'm your one. I'm the one that you're worshiping. I'm the thought that you're worshiping, not the thought towards God, thought towards lust, thought towards uh, criminal behavior, the thought towards uh, drinking or alcohol or drugs or whatever. Those thoughts that you have that, you know, could lead you down the path doing something that you don't really like the consequences of afterwards. Because the reality is most people who do things that are bad are doing them because at the moment they think they like it and they want to do it. It's afterwards. Like if you're, if you're a believer, you know that, you know, God is watching and you know that every sin he pays attention to and you're going to have to account for all your sins at some point. Now, you also know you have a savior who saved you and knows that you're going to sin, but doesn't mean you should. This means that he loves you and he's going to give you the chance to get free from that, but doesn't mean you should sin. Just means that he knows that you can do it. So the sin that so easily besets you, what is it? What is it for you? Think about it. What is it for you? What is the thing that you do that you know that it feels like sin? It doesn't have to be, it is written, you shall not blah, blah, blah. You shall not blee, blee, blee. It, it just means that you know that when you do it, you're not doing the right thing. <clears throat> for some people... <laughs> At one point in time for me, now it's not, it doesn't feel this way for me now because I don't have this uh, commandment on me. But at one point, God told me not to have any dairy or sugar until uh, he said it was okay. But then I had it anyways. And I felt like I sinned against God. Is it a sin to eat dairy and sugar? No. But... I had a commandment from God to say, don't do something. And I did it. And I felt like he was sin. You know, there's lots of other things that, you know, as a man, sometimes you do and you think about and you play around in the, the playground in your mind, which caused you to have issues. That, you know, we're visual people. We see things, we run with things. I got a really good visual memory. So there's lots of images that I could play around with in my head. You know, you get to that point where you are sitting and you're bored and you're not doing something and you know, you just, you know, your mind just wanders. And all of a sudden you start thinking about this and start thinking about that and nothing, you know, an image pops in your head that so easily besets you. And then you're running down a path of thinking about this and thinking about that. And next thing you know, you, you know, you're, you are regretting actions that you've might've taken. Sin that so easily besets us. Why? Because we don't put a halt to the thought process when it starts. We don't, and this is not just, I'm not just saying you don't. I'm talking about we all don't. And even though I have gotten a revelation recently and I was walking in recently praying without ceasing. And I was doing that 
really consistently. Something about us, you know, we just kind of stop doing things sometimes. We get distracted by some shiny thing and then we look somewhere else and then we look somewhere else and then we look somewhere else. And next thing you know, we're not doing that thing that we know that we want to do, we like to do, it feels good to do, it gives us freedom to do, it brings us joy and peace. And yet we stop. We stop. Why? It's a good question, right? Why? Yeah, I wish I had the answer for everybody, but for everybody, it's probably different. For me, I have a tendency to, when something difficult is about to happen or is happening, I like to uh, distract myself with watching a show that's uh, entertaining that really I don't have to think. I can just sit in uh, autopilot mode and just let it wash over me and not think about it and not think about what's going on. Now, it's not that I'm not enjoying the show and watching the show, I am, but I'm not thinking about anything, you know? But most of the time, if I sit quietly for any period of time, I think, and I ruminate and I think about this and I think about that and I think about this and I think about, which is a fantastic gift to be able to do that. It's a fantastic gift because I also have that same ability to sit and focus on uh, God's word and what God is saying and think about it and mill it over and figure things out in my head. Well, what about this? Well, you know, God's word says the sin that so easily besets me. What does that mean that, that to have it said so easily? How does it beset me? How does it... That's how I come up with these messages that I and I bring across. Because I have that gift. But life and death, both are in the tongue. So I could also use that same gift for sin as I can for holiness. He has fearfully and wonderfully made me. Fearfully, because he knows I have the potential for sin. Wonderfully, because he knows I also have a potential for good. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Life and death. Choose life, just in case you're not sure. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Sometimes I think we're not sure. Sometimes I think we're not sure. At this particular point, there's a bunch of stuff happening in Israel that brings my heart to a lot of pain and sadness. I just want the Jewish people to know that I love them. I really do love them. I don't have my Savior. Jesus Christ, Yeshua, was Jewish. He went to synagogue. He read the Torah.
Well, I love you. I really do love you. I hope you get to the point where you figure out what sin so easily besets you. Now, I know that I know that I know that it's the same for everybody. What you do is different than how it happens. What sin you walk in, that's your situation. That's specifically to, for you. How it happened is exactly the same way. It starts with a thought that, I don't know if it's the enemy that puts it in there. I don't know if it's uh, us that just pulls it up from somewhere. I'm not sure. I don't necessarily think that the enemy has the ability to speak into my soul. Because he can't hear what's going on in my heart. Not like God can you know, maybe he has an ability to speak in a way or the little minions of his have a way to speak in a way that sounds like our own thoughts. I can see that because sometimes there's thoughts that run through my head that are not mine, that are not good. Some are ridiculously evil that I would never conceive. And some are just simple thoughts that, or words. So I can see that that that's a, that happens, you know? You know, and maybe they figured out how to do that because the way God speaks to us. And they just do the same, but a counterfeit version. Maybe. It doesn't really matter how the thought comes in. What we do with it is our responsibility after that. We can't blame it on Satan. We can't blame it on the demons. We can't blame it on God. What we do with the thoughts that pop in our head is our responsibility. If we run with them, our responsibility. If we rebuke them, our responsibility. But be awake. Be awake. Be aware that you have opinions that might not be your own it might be from somebody else it might be from something else be aware that you do things out of rote out of patterns that you have developed because it's just too complicated sometimes to think about the nuances of a conversation you're having with somebody but it's important to do that because you can't just react out of anger all the time because somebody says something that you take in a different way than they mean. Because we do that. And then you walk in a pattern of getting angry and getting them angry. And then next thing you know, relationships are splintered and broken. Why? Because you didn't want to wake up. So my request to you is wake up. Pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Pay attention to the world. Pay attention to uh, social media. Pay attention to what you're eating. Why you're eating it. How does it make you feel when you eat it? Very important things. We are making ourselves ill because of the food that we eat. 
We are making ourselves ill because of the medicine we take. We are making ourselves ill because we're not taking medication. <laughs> Be careful. Be awake. Understand that you have thoughts sometimes that are not your own. They're trying to get you to do things that don't glorify God, but glorify something else. You, If you're a believer, you've given God a place in your heart. There's a lot of stuff in this world that wants to take that place. I'm telling you, Facebook wants to take that place. YouTube wants to take that place. Satan wants to take that place. Politicians want to take that place. Food wants to take that place. Don't let anybody else sit there but God. He's on the throne. That's it. Just God on the throne. Amen. I hope this finds you well. I love you very much. I really do. I hope you get the revelation that sets you free. So that sin that so easily besets you doesn't have a chance. That as soon as you see that thought, you rebuke it. Now you might miss it. And then you're far down the trail. And then you realize, never too late to wake up. Then you wake up. Like, oh, sorry, Lord, I repent. Pray in tongues. Scripture, all things are possible for those who believe. All things are possible for those who believe. Even to refuse the thoughts that are trying to come in. That's all things that are possible. Stay in peace. Pray without ceasing. I have a teaching on it in my book. You can just check it out. It's a good, good message. It's an important thing to be able to do. Always going. Always going. When you pray without ceasing, those thoughts that are negative don't have a chance to come in. You stay at peace. Your emotions aren't bad, just so you know. Feeling things and enjoying things and even sadness is not bad. It gives us a connection to people who are going through something that it's evil. And you need to feel for those people so you do something about it like pray prayer is very powerful people think of that as oh it's just a uh, you know just a, a knee-jerk reaction i'll pray for you but do you pray for them are you praying are you praying for peace it's powerful I love you.
It's a heavy message, I know. And it's a difficult thing to ask people to do, I know. But it is the good work that keeps you sane. Keeps you happy. Keeps you healthy. Helps you to watch what you're eating. Helps you to continue to work out. It helps you to know what thoughts are good and what are evil. Gives God the opportunity to speak to your heart. Speak to your conscience. Share with you what he's asking of you. People think, oh, you, you hear from God. Yeah, it's not an audible thing. It's like this, your conscious is telling you that, you know, that's wrong, don't do that. Or this is wrong. And then all of a sudden you'll, 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 just like those evil thoughts that so easily beset you, the good thoughts that so easily beset you start to come in. And then all of a sudden you'll get a thought like something that you never thought about before or you never considered before or even is a rebuke about what you're doing. You know you're not going to rebuke yourself. <laughs> Only God will rebuke you. And, you know, we want to be able to hear those. So the same thoughts that you hear that tell you to look at something or to do something, and then but you hear another thought that says, don't do that. Don't go there. Read my word instead. Pick up the Bible. Read it. Listen to a teaching. Good stuff. Bye-bye. I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you. I really do love you. Bye. <laughs>